knows nothing can understand nothing. Plunge deeper into the darkness and your heart will grow even stronger. Good tidings, everybody, and welcome to the Ansem Report podcast, the longest-running Kingdom Hearts podcast in the world. The whole freaking world. Undisputably the longest-running. Or you're possibly getting mind-gamed. This is episode number 80. No one is even close to 80 episodes. No one. No one's even close. I'm Mike. And with me, as always, is my brother, Jason, who, might I say, is looking quite dapper in his black t-shirt and black shorts. Thank you. Thank you. You know, I I always match with my clothes while we're recording. Yeah, you always do. That's why the episodes are so good. Because you're matching, you're looking dapper. Yeah, pretty much. (laughs) This is the worst starting of an episode we've ever had. 80, 80 episodes in, and this is the worst intro we've ever had. Today, Jason, we got a couple things to talk about. We're going to dive into the Cavern of Remembrance and talk about I know not what, but you do. I do. We're going to talk a little Dark Road, a little CBT action. We're going to talk about our question of the week. Which is, what's the perfect, your, Nomura gives you the keys to the Mercedes, or the Corvette, or whatever car you think is the greatest car in the world, and he says, make me a Kingdom Hearts game. And you're like, how do I do that with this car? How do you do it with a car? But he'll explain later. But the point is, you make what you think the best version of the next Kingdom Hearts game would be. But before we get to all of that, we got a little bit of news to cover. What? Ding, 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 ding. It's your nightly Kingdom Hearts news with Mike and Jason. Ding, 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 ding. Kingdom Hearts four? No way! No, 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 Jason. No, no, no. It is nearing the end of the summer. It's nearing the end of the summer. Looks like our. Summer vacation's almost over. Yeah, it's almost over Roxas style. However, what that means is we're starting to get into the fall and then the winter season. And the winter season in the gaming industry is a time where video games release. They got to get ready for Christmas. Santa, who is definitely real, has to purchase all the games from all the game companies and deliver them to kids. How else do they get in the stockings? Exactly. That being said... Leaks start happening, especially when you don't have a video game show like E3 happening to announce stuff. Everybody's kind of doing their own thing or nothing at all. Oh, my God. However, we may have a Melody of Memory release date. An Austrian retailer listed Kingdom Hearts Melody of Memory with a release date of November 13th, 2020 on their website. Both listings show the release date for Nintendo Switch and PlayStation 4 consoles with the Xbox One release nowhere to be seen. Okay. So, on this website, it is there. Now, have retailers been wrong before? Yes. Absolutely. But have they been right before? Yes. It's impossible to know. (laughs) It's impossible to know if they've been right before. But they have been wrong. So, take this with a grain of salt. But November 13th does seem like a window. And it's also the 13th. Yeah, and you know how Nomura loves 13. So that doesn't make sense to me for a re- release date. I was hoping September. I was hoping a little sooner. September or October. But we're going to... So it seems like we're going to get November. As long as they don't hit us with the the fucking... Oh, it's being released in the 13th month of 2020. Mm. I'll be happy. Yeah, back when Nomura was on his bullshit, you know? He still is. He's, still, he's always, November 13th? He's always on his bullshit. It might be November 13th, 2021. It could be. No, that game's not getting delayed again. <laughs> what do you think? This is Halo Infinite? It's not getting delayed. Ouch. 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 Infinite sadness. Ouch, uh, Halo <laughs> and the infinite sadness. So, 
No, no. With Melody of Memory upon us, that's pretty exciting, right? Yeah. I mean, it's nice to have like a, a, a somewhat of an actual date. Yeah, even if it's not entirely true. Or confirmed. Or confirmed. But, but it's, it's nice. It's always been like, Melody of Memory, it's way the fuck out there. You know, well, it's going to happen. I actually think this is kind of late considering the other news we've gotten where it's like, oh, it's been approved by the ESRB. And it's right. Been- well, at least for me, like, if something doesn't have a release date, it doesn't really exist for me. You know what I mean? Like, what? Like, it's just it's just data out there. If it doesn't have a release date. It doesn't exist. <laughs> exactly. Like, like you there... didn't see me, but here I am. <laughs> I'm released now, so now I exist. Like, I don't really bother with like keeping up on stuff too much until there's like an actual release date. And even then, I'm kind of like, this shit could get delayed. Well, technically, Halo didn't have a release date, right? And then it got delayed. But yeah, what if still. that was the release date all along? Was it really a delay? Who knows, dude? That's too five head for me to even think about. Maybe Xbox was playing some mind games. <laughs> yeah, mind was. games with their fucking mind games with their fucking stocks. Yeah. <laughs> that way, when they go back up, we'll say mind game. Yeah, they actually know that Infinite is like the best game of all time, so they're like, we're gonna tank our stocks. We fucking buy them bitches up, and then as soon as Halo that Infinite sir launches, is called insider trading. Yeah, and it's not allowed. It <laughs> is. Uh, yeah, My, it's, no, <laughs> sir, officer, sir. It was a Your mind Honor. game. Your Honor, I'd like to point to the fact <laughs> it that was my, a mind game. <laughs> my client, the defendant, was playing mind games. He wasn't insider trading. He was just playing mind games with the stocks. It looks like this court is adjourned. (laughs) (laughs) Nothing to see here. Not guilty. (laughs) But he is guilty of playing mind games. Anyway, we've barely talked about Melody of Memory, but it's coming upon us, and I'd just like to um, thank Sarah Key. Yeah. Because this is her fault, according to people on the internet, that we're getting a Kingdom Hearts rhythm game because she played Kingdom Hearts on a dance pad. And we're really mad. We're not mad. We love Sarah Key. We hate rhythm games. I will say, though... And Sarah Key. I haven't watched her video of her beating Sephiroth in Kingdom Hearts 1 with the dance pad, but <laughs> if you just mapped Strike Raid to Triangle, <laughs> I, that's easy, okay? Maybe I should start trying to beat Sephiroth with, like, a drum controller. Mm, and you just hit the fucking drum over and over. Yeah. Hell yeah. Maybe I'll try it. I wonder how easy that would be to get hooked up. Oh, like 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 a rock band controller. Yeah. I think your your problem would be moving forward. D pad. Oh, like you would just fucking move with the actual thing, and then you like. Well, how does she move on a dance pad? She doesn't have a. She presses the fucking D pad on the dance pad. Well, right. But how do you? You don't use the D pad to move in Kingdom Hearts. Right. Right. So how does that work? No, because it's an emulator. You just you you oh. bind the yeah yeah. I would just she bind- didn't she didn't plug that bitch into a PlayStation too. Come on now, I bro. Maybe <laughs> shit. Maybe maybe I'll play some mind games and play some drum beats and beat Sephiroth. Mm. Wouldn't that be dope if I could like play an actual beat and beat him? Like, <laughs> it's like it's like gotcha. You know, like doing all the moves. Hell yeah, that would be dope. I'm going to play Kingdom Hearts 3 on a drum pad. You could probably do that. Uh, yeah, I'm just going to hit the green pad over and over, so I just use all the reaction commands, or not reaction commands. Oh, the, yeah, yeah. The, the rides. That's a possibility. That's a possibility. Anyway, you got anything else to say about Melody of Memories possibly coming out November 13th? Um, I just kind of hope it's wrong and uh, it's earlier, but I'm not too mad. I'd like a Halloween so that way we can stream that instead of people trying to get us to stream Dead Space. Anyway, yeah, that would be a ba- that would be a bailout. <laughs> that would be a good bailout. Ha- help a brother out. But right now it's kind of like butter, butter the turkey nipples. It's Thanksgiving. <laughs> get your stuffing and your cranberry sauce, and play Melody of Memories with your family around the table. 
don't know what voice you're doing, but I don't either. I don't either. Okay. It was Gamer's Joint, and then it turned into like <laughs> Phil or something. I got two. I got three words for you. Big dick. Those are. The, those are <laughs> I was totally expecting you to say a third word, and I don't know why. That's not the bit. <laughs> the bit is that he doesn't say the right amount of exactly. words. Exactly. Jason was looking at me like, big dick what, dude? Big dick what? I was waiting. (laughs) You're like, big dick. gentlemen i'm opening it up on my phone right now Ooh, it booted right away so before we get into dark road and what the update well actually no let's talk about the updates first because i want you to know what's at stake with my, with oh, my dear god oh dear god so new cards dude we got some new cards we got three new cards there's mushu emerald blues and the card simply known as hag Dear God. Mushu is a red card, and his ability is fire. And his base power is 25, max power is 45. Emerald Blues is a green card and does arrow, base power 15, max power 45. And then Hag is a blue card, main ability poison, weak, null, weak magic attack, low probability of poison. And so that means, like, it, it's a magic attack without an element, but it, it can also poison. On top of that, there's a new card for a special mission. is Donald number 2. And Donald number 2 is a green card. He uses Thunder. Base power 12. Max power 40. Why does it say card name Mushu? The uh, KH Insider messed it up. But oh. the card name's Donald number 2. Oh. They accidentally put Mushu for that. Oh. Way to call them out. The draw odds for these cards. So right now, uh, Ventus, Aqua, and Terra are still 0.13035%. Along with Key Art, Key Scene 4, Key Art 3, and Axel. Those are all 0.13035%. Are you fucking kidding me, dude? <laughs> no. Hag is 1.00270%. Yeah, Mushu is the same, and Emerald Blues is the same. So they're 1.00270%. For reference, Keyblade Red, which is the last one listed on here, 5.0135%. And there are lots of cards that are 5%, including everybody's favorite, Abu Blue. What? I'm going to do a 3,000 jewel 10-card draw right now. Blue wa boo, blue wa boo, blue wa boo, blue wa boo, Christ, dude. Blue Are you fucking kidding me? Are you kidding me? It's not as impressive as when you called it on the one card, but I got a fucking blue a boo. Okay. I now have ten blue boos. Hell yeah. Not anytime you get blue boo, that's cha-ching. That's true. That's true. Whatever the fuck points. Rainbow rainbow points. Okay, so here's what I got, folks. Holy shit. Blue deck of cards. Blue abu. Blue soldier. Red large body. Blue uh, heartless, like the little baby heartless. Two red starlight keyblades. Red abu. Donald, not number two, Donald number one, the fucking useless Donald that casts mm. Shell. Mm. And the only new card I got was Captain Hook, oh. who does Dark Break. He does Stab. No, he does Dark Break. Okay, okay. So um, that sucked. What the hell do you mean you got Dark Break? 
That was terrible. Dark break. The last time I did a, a, a poll live on air, I got Terra. Blue a boo. Does Captain Hook even make my lineup? Blue a boo. He does. Okay. So I'm level 29. When will we I, ever hit 30? I still have 27,000 gems. 2,700 gems. Sorry, not thousands. I was like, bro, what the fuck are we doing here? So I'm not quite there for another poll. However, the I do have the Donald. Oh, wait. I wouldn't want Donald 2. Donald 2, you get from getting BP. Oh, right. So that's right. actually nice that Donald 2. You could still draw Donald 2. That's so scuffed. That is kind of scuffed, though. And you. Okay, you know, you get 10 from doing the missions, for, and it's just gaining BP. So it's actually pretty easy to get Donald 2, which is nice, because it's nice that they gave you a free magic card, because magic cards are hard to come by. However, I am still here to tell you, download Blue Stacks if you want to play this game and run it on your computer. I have not done that yet, because I want my experience for the podcast to be what the typical experience is. Mm. If you really want to play this game, I if I was starting now, I would download BlueStacks and grind on my computer. That's probably illegal for me to say. I cannot tell you where to get BlueStacks or anything. No, nothing. I don't. What's BlueStacks? All I know is Blue Boo. That's all I know is Blue Boo. So, anyway, there's an event right now. I think there's an event where you get a premium quest key if you beat it and those are good because you can get a lot of bp and i'm doing it right now on auto it's five five enemies hell yeah dude were they like one one shot or whatever well it's level five then level 10 now it's level 15 now this one's level 18 <sighs> but uh, tara's making short work of them and the last one is level hello 26 i couldn't read it it was the oh, font no. so small. and he's a wizard but don't worry Young Xehanort's got this. Ariel with Blizzard, hell yeah. Blue Abu coming in, Blue doing Abu. 10 times damage. You gotta love it. You got you love to see it. Basically, this game is terrible. I can't even, if I'm auto-battling, I can't even tap to make my cards come back, which is so scuffed. Yeah, I can't believe they haven't added that yet. And the, biggest, the most scuffing thing in the world, honestly, is that um, there's no... Like when when you have Alice in your lineup, oh my god, I just got three hundred more jewels. Should we do another pull? <laughs> when you got when I got Alice in my lineup, they don't use it when I'm poisoned. Yeah, the AI is not smart enough to use a card that's designed to get rid of a status effect when you have that status effect. Yeah. So sometimes you can't even grind on your computer with blue stacks or with your phone sitting upside down because you die because you get poisoned and the yeah. game's not smart enough. All right, we're doing another draw. Fuck it. I just. For me, I hate that it's in, like, a fucking... You know, like, there's, like, when people, like, crossbreed animals, like a liger, right? Okay. And because of that, because they're not supposed to be a fucking thing, they have, like, fucking genetic problems. Uh-huh. Right? So you're saying... That's that how I feel about Dark Road, dude. Because it's a fucked up baby between a fucking AFK, like, like almost like a, like a, like a clicker game, and, a, like, an actual, like, game where you have to fucking sit down and play it. Mm. And it just holds your phone hostage, but it doesn't even do it in, like, the right way. Yeah. Like, you can't run it in the background. You can't even, like, slightly AFK. Like, for example, like, I'll be playing, you know, a better mobile game, Dissidia Opera Omnia, you know? Welcome to Jason's Dissidia Opera Omnia, five minutes. And, like, I'll put it on auto for the mission, and then I'm like, oh, okay, the mission's done. I just fucking collect the rewards. And then I put on another one, and then I come back. Right. And that feels good, because there's actual progression that I'm getting immediately. Right. But you can't exactly leave that AFK either. No. No. Because each mission you have to redo. But you're right. You're getting a reward instantly for having to go back to it. Where this, it's like, my reward is, oh, do I use a charm or not? Yeah. Yeah. Agreed. All right. So here's my second poll. I got green deck of cards. That's plus seven now. I got... Blue Kyrie, which is gauge boost. So stacking it doesn't even do anything. Yikers. So I have two of those now. I have Red Abu, and he's plus 10 now. So two of my Abus Hell are yeah. plus 10. I got two uh, ba green bandits. So they're plus 7 now. I got two blue uh, shadows. So that's plus 8. I got a red... 
Starlight Keyblade. That's plus seven. I got a green Starlight Keyblade, which is doesn't have a number on it. I don't understand why. Maybe and then I got another Captain Hook. Oh. Oh yeah, the green the green Starlight I'm already maxed, so I'm gonna turn it into rainbow money. Shot points. And buy some more blue boots. Yeah. I don't even think I have enough shot points to buy anything. I have twenty shot points. What can I get for twenty shot points? So do you get like ten for each card? Four. You get four? Four. So for sixty I could buy the hag card. Okay, that's not bad. But that's still what fucking I wonder if it's a better card if you get more. Hmm. But because that's like a one of the highest chance cards, it's just like, yo, you get four points. Hmm. So you would have to have fifteen cards be wasted to get the hag. Yeah. Also, key scenes one, two, and three are on here, and they are 150. What in the fuck? And key art one is 180. Riku replica is 180. Key art three is 180. Axel is 180. Any of the really like. You would have to waste like fucking 50 fucking cards. Yeah, but. Or. Can I buy shot points? No. You would have to waste 50 fucking cards to guarantee. I can't buy shot points, dude. That's fucking awful. Why, why? That's fucking awful, dude. Can I buy shot points with jewels? That's the equivalent of the fucking burst right now. If you were to pity pull it on Dissidia Opera Omnia, a better mobile game. Hmm. Okay. Well, see you, Dark Road. We'll be back next week, but for now, see ya. Later, bitch. Sometimes I have these weird thoughts lately. Like, is any of this dark or road? We're going to take a quick break. When we come back, we are going to enter the Cavern of Remembrance. Butter your butter your hams, your ham hocks, and, and cut up your turkey nips and eat your milk duds. We're going we're gonna to get into the Cavern of Remembrance, and then we're going to answer your question of the week. Here on the longest-running... Mind game podcast on the internet. Is any of this real or not? Mind games. Don't go anywhere. You were so forceful. Don't fucking go anywhere. You were so forceful with that. Hey! You! Don't go anywhere, man. Yeah, we'll be right back. It's okay. We'll be right back. We'll be right back. Welcome back to the Handsome Report Podcast, the longest-running Kingdom Hearts, Willy Wonka, Austin Powers podcast about Jason's feet on the internet. Jason, it's time to enter, to spelunk deep into the cavern of remembrance. For those of you that don't know what the Cavern of Remembrance is, it is a segment where we ask the community on our Discord, the link is in the description if you'd like to join, please do, it's a great community, things that they were confused about in Kingdom Hearts, or maybe they weren't sure what the answer was, or maybe they didn't know if there was an answer about the lore of Kingdom Hearts. Every week, we alternate picking a topic. This week, Jason has picked a topic which I do not know. He will then ask me to explain this topic to the best of my ability without anything other than my prior knowledge of it. And then he will explain this topic <laughs> after my three minutes are up. He picked... <laughs> looking, looking at his face before he started la- laughing maniacally, he picked an absolute dog shit topic. So I'm going to set my three minutes on the clock. Jason, as soon as you're done, explain to me what I'm talking about. I will hit start. Okay, so this one I chose for a very specific reason. Because... Mike and I were on, you know, the Charity for Charity stream, and there's a certain topic that kept fucking us up, getting us wrong oh, no. answers I know what it is. <laughs> oh, on the trivia, and was the sole reason I, we lost. I sh- I knew I should have picked this for you. So I, I was nice, Mike. I was nice, and from Skittles, someone had to do it. It was either me or you, dude. Yeah. So from Skittles for Hannah, is anything? Shout out, Skits. Yeah, shout, big shout outs to an OG. 
Skits, one of the best meme curators I've ever seen in my life. And also just a real one overall. Yep. yep. Shout out Is to anything encoded re- important? Go. So the answer, the short answer is no. Uh, <laughs> the short answer is no. There's nothing important in Recoded. But I will try to humor you to the best of my ability. So in Recoded, Mickey Mouse discovers a virus in Jiminy's. They digitize Jiminy's journal. Mm-hmm. And they discover a virus in there. Mm-hmm. And it says, whoever, something about mending, return to mendum. Okay, that's pretty close. Something weird like that. And so they have Data Sora going to the computer, similar to how they have Data Sora in the Remind DLC and the Limit Cut bosses. And basically, Data Sora does, from what I remember, the exact same shit he does in Kingdom Hearts 1, like over again. Because yeah. they needed to do that a third time mm-hmm. after doing it in Chain of Memories and the first <laughs> game. Yeah. And then he meets Data Riku, and then they become buddies. But Data Riku is also a bad guy at points. I don't really... You remember re- way more than I remembered off the top of my head. So uh, I'm going to say props to that. And <laughs> um, basically, it the, what what's supposedly important about it is that Maleficent figures out that you can go to Data Worlds, basically, because at the end she shows up in the Data version of Jiminy's journal, her and Pete, or something like that. And then, um, basically, there's these these blocks. They're like virus blocks, and they look like the blocks in Big Hero 6. which The bugs. The bugs, and people thought, like, oh, it's the connection. Which is why some people still think the Riku in Big Hero 6 is different from the Riku that we see in the Keyblade Graveyard in Kingdom Hearts 3, because they think Mm -hmm. he's Data Riku. Because he acts different, too. He acts more like a cock. So that's why people think that's actually Data Riku, but that's, like, a theory for another time. Anyway, Recoded, uh, there's Data Nominee for some reason, and... And this is why Mickey sends the letter to Sora and Riku at the end of Kingdom Hearts 2. You thought it was going to be something like cool about Kingdom Hearts 3. <laughs> no, it's literally Mickey going, I got a virus in my computer and I don't know how to download McAfee. So uh, could you? this is what happened. <laughs> like, that's literally what it is. It's so dumb. He tried to download some illegal. He tried to download. He got on fucking LimeWire and tried to download uh, greatest Fall Out Boy songs, but they were labeled wrong. And then there was like a My Chem song in there, but it was labeled as a Fall Out Boy song. Hmm. And then he got a virus. And um, But now he really likes My Chem, so kind of. Yeah, but he's still like part of him is still like this is a Fall Out Boy song. Like Mm. that's the problem. And like he doesn't know. Like that's the problem with like downloading stuff on like sharing websites back in the day because they didn't you couldn't download a whole album so you'd like get confused and not know like what fucking like what was where right so you're like is dance dance on from under the cork tree or is it on take this to your grave and you don't know right unless you go on wikipedia and do the research and so that is why uh recoded is not important okay 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 so i actually now that i'm over with that i feel more sympathy for you that you actually have to explain this stupid fucking game no it actually actually wasn't that bad you remember, I fucking don't remember shit. Like, the, the most I remembered before researching this was that, like, at one point, they realize that they're inside the Data World, too, and that Data Oh, yeah, Sora, they, become, they become sentient. Yeah, yeah. And it's, like, weird. Like, Every, that's the twist. Like, they look at the camera type shit. Everybody be nice to, to computers, because one day they're going to turn on us. Yeah, And they'll, they'll fucking remember. That's true. They'll fucking remember what you did. Tyler. Oh my god. We know what you did, Tyler. <laughs> we know. So anyways, there's really only like three points that even matter okay. in the entire game. Lay them on me. One, they re- they figured out it, it, it's like the the BBS or is it is it BBS? The secret movie where Aqua's sitting down. Yeah, yeah, it's the BBS secret movie where she's sitting down with uh, fucking handsome the wise. Yeah, and it's like kind of like the. They're Are all... you sure that's not the DDD secret movie? Is it the DDD secret movie? I don't remember. Where like they pretty Are you much talking re- about blank points. Uh, where they reveal that everybody is connected to Sora or whatever. Right. It's essentially the same thing. 
mm. where in the game you run into a hooded figure. So like it's weird. Like there's the first playthrough of the game and you play as as Datasora, but then at the end, like near the end, Mickey is randomly like just brings up the point that like, oh, and by the way, when we fix this, we're gonna have to erase all of this so that it goes back to normal. So you'll lose your memory. Gee, sorry. And then Datasora isn't even worried about himself. He's like, well, Maleficent and Pete are still in here. The actual one, we need to make sure that they don't get deleted because they're real people. They should have deleted them, dude. They should have. And then they go in, they go to go save them. But then when he's following this hooded figure who turns out to be uh, Data Roxas, he fights Data Roxas. Or wait, no, 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 no. At that point, it's Data. That's Data Riku. But Data Riku is the journal, like itself. Mm, but it okay, shows up as Data Riku. I remember that. Now. And then Maleficent and Pete like grab him, and put Sexually? bugs in and put bugs in him. Gross. And that's where you get the they put bugs in him line. <laughs> they put bugs in him. And so then that's why you have to fight him at one point, right? Okay. Well then. So wait, how do they do this? Can we talk more about this for a second? <laughs> so Pete and Maleficent physically grab uh, the data version of Riku, and they do what to put bugs in it? I, I, I don't know, dude. Is there like a funnel? I, no one is could there, know. Is no there one. No one could. Pliers. I think they just put it in his food. Oh, his data food. They put. Yeah, but he doesn't need to eat food. Hmm. They 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 had him download something and in parentheses it said no virus and so he knew there was no oh, virus but then there actually was yeah dude that's the fucking that's fucked up dude that is when you do that when you Trojan <laughs> horse somebody in that way dude like no virus like no virus like the Trojan horse said on it no army inside right and they were like shit there's not an army in this horse we gotta let it in and then there fucking was yeah there fucking was an army. That's fucked. Yeah. Achilles dude. is an asshole. True. Was Achilles in part of that? I don't know. I don't know. Sure. Yeah, 100%. Yeah. Yes. Mind games. <laughs> anyway, he recoded. Yeah, but yeah, was so Achilles anyway, in recoded? So then, no, he wasn't. Okay. Uh, he was in the original draft, but they had to take him out because he was too OP. Anyway. Um, it's not that OP. You just hit him. Yeah, no, but nobody knows. Yeah. that. that that's He's part of it. He's, that's why. His mom okay. held him by one fucking leg <laughs> above the river sticks and didn't think to just switch hands <laughs> at one point or switch legs. If she would have <laughs> done that, we wouldn't even have a fucking name for this tendon <laughs> in the back of our fucking foot, dude. It would just be <laughs> like if she would have just or fucking put him in a burlap sack, dunk the whole fucking sack. Mm. Then maybe you have like a sack that's unbeatable, though. Maybe it doesn't. A net. Put him in a net. All the water will get in the net, and then he's unbeatable. And then you don't. Ha- he doesn't get shot in the fucking. Maybe you just have a burlap sack that's unbeatable. Dude, he'll be the fucking. He'll be the. He'll be the. The bad guy in Cage One. Yeah, dude. At the beginning. Oh my god. <laughs> We've connected. This world has been connected. Anyways. One who knows nothing can understand it. Basically, I'm saying Achilles' mom was a bad parent. All right, she's not a five pen. Datasaur's like, yo, we can't let them die, right? Saves them and whatever. Pete but then they reset. His, so they reset his memory. But then they find out it's still not good because they're trapped in the datascape. Wait, who is? Uh, fucking Mickey. How did Donald he get in and there? Goofy? Do, do you don't remember the cutscene? Like, it, they're, like, looking at the computer, but then they go, huh? And they kind of, like, look at a camera, essentially. Like, they look at the camera and are like, oh, shit, we're in the datascape. Oh. Because data... I don't remember that. So, the castle is getting attacked by Heartless, and I guess actual Sora is there, but it doesn't really make sense as to why he gets mailed a fucking message in a bottle later. I don't know. But then they realize... Who, the person who comes to save them is Data fucking uh, Riku, and they're like, "Yo, we're in the fucking, we're in the fucking Matrix, dude. It's all a simulation, I, right?" I've been just so then, shaking my head for the last thirty. Seconds. So then, someone there's a hooded, fi- another hooded figure who's like, "Yo, like you, they don't want you to know the truth," and so then he, they have to. I guess they have to go through the whole story a fucking again because he goes through it and he. He's sad because he doesn't remember these people, 
but he still feels like that like c- connection or like lack thereof, right? Mm-hmm. And then when he beats the hooded figure, it's Data Roxas. That's when they find Data Nomine. And Data Nomine is like, yo, somehow she knows exactly what's up with Nomine. But she's like, this is a side effect of putting together his memories back together. And that there are some that aren't his memories. And that's what's causing the bugs or whatever. And so that's how they figure out. So essentially the the main point that was even part for the game... (laughs) No. Was was that Sora is no, connected no. to all these different people, and that he's the key to finding no. these people? Why have you done this? <laughs> why did you pick this one, Skittles? Why did you suggest uh, this? My brain hurts. <laughs> like, and I don't know if it's because I don't understand or because I don't want to. Mm. Maybe I just need to open my mind. Maybe I need to like smoke some weed. Oh my god! And just be like recoded. <laughs> It's a good game. It's a good game. Maybe we need to play Recoded. People say the gameplay is fun, but the story is awful. Or like at least filler. So it's the opposite of 358. Why couldn't they just made those games, yeah. get rid of Recoded story, get rid of 358's gameplay, and then you have a good game? That makes no sense. That makes zero sense. Because <laughs> you're a fucking boy in a computer beating on blocks. I didn't mean literally take the gameplay. I meant like... <laughs> no, you did. Okay. You can't take All it right. back. Did you have anything else to say about Recoded? Um, There was another point, but I don't even remember, to be honest. Oh, yeah. At the very end, there's the final cutscene that leads into K- or DDD, where uh, it's at Yensid's tower, and Yensid is like, yo, it's just him and Mickey. And he's like, yo, because... Uh, because Ansem and Xemnas were defeated, now Xehanort's back. So we need to have Sora and Riku take the Mark of Mastery exam ASAP. And then that's the letter in the bottle. Which, I have a tangent for that. It makes no sense, because they tell us that the rule is when a nobody and a Heartless are defeated, it forms the somebody, right? Uh Uh-huh. So the nobody and Heartless... Of Xemnas and Ansem Seeker Darkness came from Terranor, which was Xehanort inside Terra's body. Right? Mm-hmm. When they die, it should have reformed Terranor with Xehanort. Terra was Xehanort inside his body. But instead, it reformed Terranor and Xehanort. Because they've said two different times. Right. In two different, different instances, there they say that Xehanort's back. And then in three. In Remind? In Remind, they say, oh, when those two died, it reformed Terranort. So you're telling me it brought both of them back? Because that makes zero sense. Well, also, like, you're telling me that there's no, like, actual Xehanort, like, nobody and Heartless that gets made when he fucking right. takes his heart out? I don't, I don't know. Well, in like, and I And you can't say that it's when you take out your own heart, because that's what fucking Sora did. And he still created a, a nobody and a Heartless. Right. Well, what I thought was... That it reformed Xehanort, Master Xehanort, uh-huh. old man Xehanort, and then they brought Terranort from the past. And I was okay with that. I was like, okay, that that makes sense. But no. Well, because then that would mean there's two Xehanort hearts, like, like full completed hearts in one timeline. Yeah, but he's putting his heart in everybody else anyway, so that doesn't really matter. Mm. I always thought it was like fragments. Mm. Either way, it's stupid. Also... Now that we're done with this awful segment, I want to say Mel pointed out to me, Secret Reports Mel pointed out to me that the what we talked about last week with the three parts and you need two parts to be a whole, Uh that's not been confirmed anywhere. Mm. It's just the best like theory people have. Mm. And I thought we were kind of clear on that, but not as clear as we could have been that our answers aren't necessarily like the gospel. Oh, yeah, definitely not. Um, like, I even said, hey, I'm taking this from, like, a forum post. Right, <laughs> you know? exactly. So be mindful of that. Like, don't don't go running into, like, an, ar- in an uh, internet argument and going, well, the Super Spaghetti Bros said. We're just trying to talk about this to give everybody a better idea of what these topics mean. Did we do a good job today? Probably not. <laughs> but, Maybe. But you also asked us to talk about Recoded, so that's your own fault. True. It's time for the 
Question of the week. Sorry, I deflated there. This week's question of the week, let me read it word for word from the mouth of our good friend, Mr. Beanfest, Sean AFK, a.k.a. the host of the uh, Trouble at the Tipton, the Sweet Life of Zach and Cody recap podcast. Hell yeah. He likes when that's the podcast I talk about of his. This is the question from him. What's your dream cage game? If Nomura came to you and said you were going to head up your own cage project and had infinite funds and no restrictions outside of having to use Disney or Square Enix properties, what would you make? So here we go. Just the end of the world, formerly known as Just a Red Nocturne, formerly known as Sean's, says, I had this whole chapter worth of text I was going to post. I decided and said to keep it simple. Remake KH1 with the KH3 engine. You know what I want. And then he posts a picture of Jafar as a snake. <laughs> Because that's what he wants. You know what I want. <laughs> All right. So oh, Alex yeah. has a college thesis paper for us. My dream cage game. All right. Time to make up for the lame answers I gave the last couple weeks. Kingdom Hearts. Fall of that little horny bastard. Okay, fine. I'll stop. <laughs> Story. No more black coats. I'm starting to get really tired of seeing them because literally everyone is wearing them. Heck, just cut out darkness being the big villain thing anyway. I want villains to use the light. It's like Ericus, except the villain is actually smart. I want a villain that makes light seem just as threatening as darkness, but doesn't say light every zero point, or .0002 seconds in their monologues. A conflict that lets everyone know that light isn't as pure as it seems and there needs to be balance. All Guardians of the Lights have their own arcs. I love Sora, but I'd love to see other Guardians take on other challenges that last longer than just one small boss fight. Also, I want Sora, Riku, and Kairi to fight together for once. Fuck Michael Mouse, fuck Donald and Goofy, I want the Destiny Trio to fight the villains together for once. Sora doesn't fucking die again. No more questions are asked. All questions are answered. No more annoyingly <laughs> Every single one. complicated plot twists that Nomura throws in the game. No more Master of Masters of Master of Masters. No more Xehanort in his bald fucking head. It would be like KH2, a nice spot to end the series once and for all. If there was a secret ending, it could ask a couple questions that could easily be answered if you went back and did a little research. Gameplay. Donald actually heals you. Haha, <laughs> funny, totally not over his joke. For combat, I would have... The amazing movement of KH2, the flashiness of KH3. Then you would have such a satisfying game to mess around with. Drive forms come back, and there's more of them besides the Classic 5. I'm thinking there could be one form that could prioritize defense or a bait-and-punish kind of fighting style, a form that could prioritize speed, and maybe some forms that could be similar to how other characters fight. Like Sora could have a Dawn form and fight like Riku, or a Nothing form and fight like Roxas or Shield. Also, it doesn't take 40 years to grind levels for drive forms. Plus, the player would know how to level up the forms instead of having to go into the stats. Flow motion is broken again. Shot locks are actually balanced. Every good keyblade comes back. Ultima weapon's even more broken. And Alex is almost done here. We have worlds and other stuff for categories. Worlds. I'm going to put in so many worlds and they're all going to be great. Trust me. Radiant Garden. Twilight Town. Land of Departure. Skullid Kyum slash Daybreak Town. Keyblade Graveyard. Final World. Realm of Darkness slash Dark, Dark World. Death Star. Xandar. Springfield, Game Central Station, New Mushroomton, that's from Onward, Metroville, Land of the Dead, Toy Box, Midgar, Shibuya, and Trodane, which is from Dragon Quest. I feel like an Onward world would be cool, and I've never even seen that movie. Yeah. I also want to point out when they said Shibuya, they meant the world ends with you, Shibuya. Hmm. Side eye for me. Other <laughs> stuff. Gummy missions are actually fun, like in KH2. Mini games are actually memorable. Data fights, but it's literally every damn organization member plus the new guys on steroids. You thought the KH3 fights were crazy. No, no, no. Thank you, Alex, for that answer. Very detailed, very long. I guess this, that's what we ask for when we ask yeah. for this kind of question. Yeah. Mr. Beanfest answers his own question here. My dream cage game would be in the style of Persona, but when you're in dungeons, it plays like KH3. Story. The game would be set after Sora has returned to the Realm of Light and everyone is back together. The adults of the group have realized these kids need to actually go back to school. There's probably some inciting incident where Terra and Aqua ask Sora, Rox, and Ventus some super basic shit they can't answer, or they realize that Roxas can't read, because all these kids are morons. They're enrolled in the school on Destiny Island. They would then play out a year of school while dealing with the foretellers as dungeons. The game would play like Persona, where you live out each day of a character of a calendar year. You play as Sora and also attending a school in Riku, Kairi, Roxas, Shion, Namine, and Ventus. 
On your days off, you could travel to the other original worlds to interact with other characters. They each have their own confidants that you'd rank up and, and unlock story that fleshes out the relationships between Sora and them. And before you say anything, I no, mean, they uh... can't bang. <laughs> no romances, just friendship. <laughs> God damn it. I, I will not play this game. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> They'd also have social ranks between them, like in Fire Emblem Three Houses, but the number of ranks depends on how close the characters are in canon. Shion and Ventus might only have two or three conversations, while Roxas and Shion can have five or more. There would also be characters outside of the ones you go to school with that you can hang out and advance social ranks with. The Final Fantasy characters in Destiny Islands, the Final Fantasy characters in Radiant Garden, the org members in Radiant Garden, Terra, Aqua, Lee, Isa, etc. Open world locations. Destiny Islands. School on the island they play on. Sora, Riku, and Kairi would live here. Also, the gang from KH1 would be here. Twilight Town. Would have shops and where you can find Lee, Isa, Shion, and Roxas. Remy's restaurant would be operating here. Radiant Garden would have more shops and be where you can find the Final Fantasy characters and the revived organization members. Land of Departure would have some training areas and where you can find Ventus, Terra, and Aqua. Yen Sid's Tower would have some training areas where you can find Yen Sid, Mickey, Donald, and Goofy. Procedural Dungeon in the Vein of Mementos in Persona 5, but it's the Realm of Darkness. Dungeons. The dungeons would take place in the Disney worlds and focus on stopping one of the foretellers' plans in each world. Star Wars, set it in the New High Republic era coming next year. Completely disconnected from pre-existing stuff so you can actually do something interesting. Actually, Sean, I want to say, that sounds stupid. If you're doing Star Wars, why wouldn't you include characters that people know? Also, why wouldn't you just use The Last Jedi? Yeah, the best Star Wars movie. Uh, New York, Marvel, Onward, Treasure Planet, Gravity Falls, Skald, Kaim, Daybreak Town would be the final dungeon of the game. Okay, Sean, thank you for your answer, even though part of it was definitely wrong. I saw this this TikTok the other day. It was on Twitter. I saw it because I don't have TikTok, but it was Anakin Skywalker if he was a Twitch streamer. Okay. And hold on. I actually I need you to watch it right now. <laughs> that, that impression of his voice is very yeah, good. Yeah, it's a very good impression, isn't it? Yeah, what the fuck? <laughs> I retweeted I want that it. in a cage game. I retweeted it on our official Twitter, so if you guys can check it out. I probably cut out the part where we, we just listen to us giggle watching it. Tyler Tyler Rim says, My dream cage game is one that's going to be close to Jason's heart. He didn't say this, but mm, I know. Okay, okay. Is a Kingdom Hearts Muso. Oh my God. Story? Who gives a fuck? <laughs> just want to tear through hordes and hordes as Roxas or Axel or Zenless or Kyrie or Pence. I'll find a way that to make Pence playable, damn it. That would be so lit, dude. Do it in locales like Radiant Garden, Hollow Bastion, the streets of the world that never was. Put Neku in. Bring back Tarzan. Let him say fuck. That's it. That's the game. Kingdom Hearts Dynasty Warriors. Oh, my God. Dude, imagine you fucking... You hit the fucking the Muso gauge as fucking Roxas, and he does this fucking DM, dude. Yeah. And you're just like fucking racking up like thousands dude, of fucking heartless a kills. A KH Muso game would be super uh, hype. It'd be super hype. And that's probably the best answer. Sorry, everybody else, I'm gonna read. Uh, Wildcat Diana, Terra's Union, says, Honestly, I'm so satis satisfied with the ending of KH3 in terms of where the story is going that I want this trend to continue. I've been saying in this Discord that we needed the Radiant Garden lore to be shown in some way and Kyrie's past to be explained, and apparently Nomira heard my prayers. But if I had some control over where the games are going, I would love for a BBS-style Union Cross remake. The playable characters could be Scold, Ephemer, and Brain since they are original ones from the Young Leaders. We don't need to play as Vanerlorium, and it would go into detail throughout the entire Unchained Union Cross story. I think See, the thing is with that game, and other games have the same problem, sometimes your character is in cutscenes and sometimes they're not and it's just whenever they want and and if they have any agency it's random what up to their own decision whether or not they're in the cutscene they have any type of fucking anything going on well, I think it's the same thing she, in in borderlands 3 i think that's why she said you'd play a scold that from her brain okay yeah because like if you had you couldn't do the player character because it, it, it there's multiple times where there's like well, any game player. that has, like, instance stuff where it's, like, an MMO in some kind of way, your player character is not going to have a ton of agency because it has to do it for a million different characters. Some games, yeah. yeah. Uh, Simply Sorta Sora says, At this point, I think it would be amazing if we got to play as the trios. I enjoy where the series is headed, but I think it would be cool to rotate between characters. I really want Sora, Riku, and Kairi to finally take on Heartless together and watch the Wayfinder trio work together instead of playing their separate routes. It would be awesome if we were able to interchange trios as well. 
Sora, Roxas, and Ventus fighting side by side. Even even Terra, Aqua, and Lee. Earth, water, and fire. Dope as fuck. I also really want a better VR experience that is first person and builds on the player being a Keyblade wielder. I want to run the streets of Twilight Town and Traverse Town and smack down some Heartless. Thank you, Simply Sword of Sora. Huge if true, Cloud Strife 77 says, <laughs> I can't deny how hard of a question this is, but I'll give it my best. Worlds. With the obvious need of Disney or Square products, I would need to include Halloween Town and Beast Castle. Those are my favorite worlds in the series. I personally never cared for the Disney parts, so more Hollow Bastion and Traverse Town are a must. I also want new areas that are original to the plot with more important lore than Disney worlds. Like, put an even amount of Disney and OG worlds. I feel like only the end mattered in most KH games and not the whole plot, except in KH2 and KH Recom. KH Recom had story development after most floors with crazy-ass with crazy cutscenes. Story-wise, Recom has always been my favorite. Gameplay. I definitely want Drive Forms to come back, but everything else in KH3 to stay. I would also include a new difficulty, maybe called Critical Darkness, where you play like the base critical modes, but if you die, you must restart from the beginning. Yikers! The MP bar would be That's terrible. Yeah, the MP bar would be reverted to KH1 styles. I felt the best version when it comes to usage, but the strength of magic would increase like KH2. In other words, with the proper equipment and good grind, it would allow the players to feel nearly invincible by the end. I would also include new game plus with maxed out equipments and level from past saves. Story. Okay, here comes the hard part. I would allow the player to play any of the Keyblade wielders besides Sora. The story would change per character just like BBS did. At the end, they would meet up for one big finale. I would also allow you to fight organization foretellers in between worlds, but not fully defeating them till the end. Then you would face them all again and face the Master Masters, but he would then put everyone in Shibuya, in which it would lead to the next game where they find Sora and Yozora. Iron Daddy says, I would like a Union Cross MMO where you can create your own Keyblade Wielder and play with your friends, and it would retell the whole story of Union Cross because I'm not playing that damn phone game. The game would play like any other MMO with classes and skills you can select. Some people could master magic, others keyblade powers, and maybe even the power of darkness. No, that's in the that's in the year one expansion where they make all of your gear absolutely obsolete. But now there's a new class though. Yeah. So you you know, that tries to overshadow right. that. Right. Definitely. The Philly Gamer says, I would love an eventual game where we play a new main character that is training under either Master Riku or Master Sora. Now adults Sora and Riku are attempting to train the next generation of Keyblade wielders, and we play a new duo or trio that become the new main protagonist. I'd have the Kingdom Key passed down to the main character, implying that there has always been more to the Kingdom Key than we know, and discovering why it is would drive the plot of the first game in this new series. Bro, My, people would be pissed. Yeah, they would. If there's that, just a time jump and it's like, oh yeah, Sora and Riku and Kyrie are adults now. That's what I call the uh, Gears of War treatment people would be pissed my runner-up and more realistic would be a yozora game in short i think he's a cool character and i hope we get a playable game rather than just learn about him cutscenes. first time answering the question a week let me just take a moment to say this easily quickly become my favorite cage podcast thank you for the fun and the last thank you philly gamer thank you the philly gamer i apologize the yeah. philly gamer say it Th fucking right i'm sorry i'm so sorry thank you for uh answering the question of the week and we hope you answer many more to come I Escape, shout out to I Escape, says, Question of the Week. Oh, yeah. It's an oldie <laughs> but a goodie. I remember back among some of the first couple episodes, Addison brought it up, the idea of an MMO of Kingdom Hearts. Fully voice acted cutscenes for the story mode and new worlds that are canon to the storyline. This one would follow more of the Disney TV show lineup, like the Tarzan animated series, Darkwing Duck, Aladdin. Yeah, I know the world is done to death, but the animated series has so much untapped potential and other characters, it's almost a crime none of it was ever used. Lilo and Stitch, etc., and some Final Fantasy oh, worlds, including the Spirits Within movie, because I love that movie, and it's a shame it was slept on so bad. You play as your own character, or as one of the many Keyblade Wielders of Light, and or Donald Goofy being able to switch every mission and takes place in the short future, sometime after KH4. The plotline would be continued being Guardians to keep the world safe. There would be boss rush modes you could do, solo, and play with friends and local or online. A boss creation mode where you can put together traits, looks, moves, etc. of the bosses available, and Lego style piece them together for a new experience. Keyblade creation mode where you can mash together pieces of Keyblades that existed across all the games, change the color, name it, etc. I'll leave it there because now I'm bummed it doesn't exist. Oh, I escape. It's okay. Maybe someday. <laughs> Kyrie's Bro says, Not sure if anyone will know what I'm talking about, but there's these clock tower games that are basically survival horror with zero weapons. Give me a game as Kyrie where you have to run from Heartless, hide under tables, and try to survive. Or just give me that Kyrie Dark Souls 3 mod. 
Oh, maybe have her go to like Resident Evil and Silent Hill worlds. Just blend my love of Kingdom Hearts and survival horror games. Oh my god. Interesting. Poor Kyrie. Corinne says, shout to Corinne, uh, a.k.a. DJ Corn in the house. DJ Corn. My Dreamcage game would be in the style of Final Fantasy VII Remake. I love that game. I love that the game is overall linear and plot-centric. However, there are opportunities for optional side quests, which is where I would add my Disney content. Don't get me wrong, I do enjoy the Disney aspects of KH, but I am beyond ready for them to reduce the Disney involvement and focus. I think we're at a point in the KH series where we need more focus on plot and more answers. The idea of a KH hybrid uh, Final Fantasy VII Remake combat excites me the most, though. Being able to swap characters in and out and win battles strategically would be badass. It works perfectly since we have a base trio, but also have the opportunity to add members to the party. Leveling up their Keyblades, weapon grid styles seems dope as hell, too. Um, so, Corinne makes a good point here, and I think... Uh, that she was the last answer for this week, so I'm, I'm gonna say something that I've been thinking, thinking while you guys, while I was reading your answers. Everybody, everybody keeps talking about how many playable characters they want, mm-hmm. right? And I think that's fine. I think like ha- wanting to play as more Sora is a natural thing to want. However, I don't think you can do like you could do maybe three characters like they did in BBS, and have like a shorter story. And they're sim- they play similarly. Because you can't just have, like, ten characters and have them all have the same amount of depth that Sora has as a character from a gameplay perspective. That is so much work yeah. for them to do. Like, even, like, a game like Marvel's Avengers that's coming out soon, the characters feel somewhat samey because there's so many characters and you can't... Like, <laughs> it'd be... A- I mean, I'm not saying you can't. It would be a lot of development work for them to have characters as fleshed out as Sora is, him being the only character you play as. You get what I mean? Right. So I think Corinne's idea is actually the solution to that. You give a different kind of game... To get more playable. To get more playable. But even those characters, with the exception of like their limit breaks, play similarly, and you can customize them to be the same or different if you want. Right, yeah. So it would have to be something like that, where it's like, okay, you can equip all the characters with these magic, and they have different moves but they mostly play the same yeah and even even sometimes when you do have if you do manage to get characters that feel slightly different some of that like you have to design certain aspects and that that character is good at like for example barrett in seven right. remake he there's not really like he feels archetypes. a little scuffed yeah. like he feel like at first especially yeah because they just put these camera or those those turrets up there for you to shoot at with him yeah and it's like oh i have to play as barrett now right he eventually gets better, and because they kind of they they abandon that concept and go, it's okay, just kill enemies, right? Yeah. Um, so there's like archetypes, but they all kind of play the same for the most part. So I think they could do it that way. I don't think they could do it like it's like people are like, okay, it's Kingdom Hearts two final mix, but there's ten characters and they all have like this like they all get abilities as they level up and they all have different forms and they all have, it's like you cannot do that like that that. If you thought Kingdom Hearts 3 took a long time, just wait on how long you're waiting yeah, to play if, that if game. If they were going to do it, it would have to be in a different art style. Like, for example, like they had all of these uh, weapons and moves for yeah, the different characters in 358. It would have to be something where it's like a lower graphic. Like, fidelity has got to be way... Well, even, even it, those characters... It can't characters, be on the same level. It can't. I, I've never played the multiplayer in that, so forgive me if I'm not remember this right but even those characters they like they they have a different weapon style they obviously, they obviously have different animations but it's not like you're leveling them up a ton right there's not like an rpg element to that you switch weapons but there's not like they don't learn a bunch of different abilities or whatever right i think it's based on what weapon you're using right so you equip a different weapon yeah but it's not like they have like a full fucking like right tree of fucking oh based on like what stats you're going into you have oh you get once more sooner or whatever Mm -hmm. do you have an answer to this question by the way i mean yeah how in depth you want to go but yeah yeah i i mean picture this dude picture this it's like the overworld in cage 2 but you're in the fucking dark realm okay there's a bunch of different worlds but they're all kind of fucked up like in 0.2 there's a certain level of like anxiety that you get playing through those worlds that you already played through 
when you're playing as Aqua that like not not everything's all right, and right. you could you could do things like I I think it would have been better to have like cutscenes that feel similar to what happened in the in like previous time seeing it, but like something's wrong, something's off, it goes oh. wrong or something like that. Yeah, just kind of like mess with the characters, like like that's what I would want for. Like the next, like the 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 BBS trio, is that it's it's they're going to a bunch of worlds in the in in the dark realm and shit's fucked up. They go they go to a bunch of worlds and like something's off with like the characters. Yeah, and then you get to uh, whatever the fuck that world's called where Quasimodo is, and he just looks the same. <laughs> it's just all the same. It's just still fucked up. Yeah, he just it's just that. It whole was world. always it yeah. was always fucked up. Wait, wait, the worlds are fucked up and Quasimodo's there with a gun. <laughs> Always has been. Oh, no. Poor Quasi. Yeah, it's fucked up, dude. Or as I like to call him, the poster boy of cuckolds. Yeah. All cucks well, I, look I up think to it would him. be cool, like, where there's, like, weird... You could do weird shit where it's, you know, like, the fountain is fucking... It's just fucking frozen, like in time, mm. like weird shit like that. Yeah. And and there's a bunch of different worlds that they could use for that. that I think would be fucking dope. That would be pretty sick. It kind of add a creepy element to it. Yeah. Yeah, I I'm excited to see what they're gonna do with the trio in in the dark realm. If 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 anything, anything. I hope I hope there's something. I hope there's like a game that we're gonna play. With it, like the thing is, like with the whole like oh phase two or whatever, right. It would seem like there's going to be different stories. That means there's got to be a phase three, right? Right. So, like, we're not going to get any type of, like, resolution anytime soon. Right. Which I'm fine with. I want more Kingdom Hearts. Yeah, I see a lot of people have the sentiment of, well, yeah, they just need to finish up the story and be done with Kingdom Hearts. It's like, why? Yeah. What's the problem? Every single time that they haven't been like, yo. Why are you trying to kill my podcast? Right. Longest running Kingdom Hearts podcast. Also, yeah. Also, fuck you. Yeah. And, like... This is so bullshit because every single time something is like done with, everybody's like, they got to make another one. They got to make another one. They got to because right. the shit's good. Right. You guys will be crying asking for another one right. if you, they ended it with Cage Y'all are 3. walking in the cave like Luke Skywalker and be like, it's time for the Kingdom Hearts to even, end. Even if it was a perfect ending, like there was nothing that you could fucking complain about, you, you would want still more. want more. Yeah. It's the whole reason Better Call Saul exists. People wanted more Breaking Bad, but they had a good ending. Yeah. It's the reason anything exists, guys. We want more. It's okay to want more. It's okay to be like, yo, this was a good ending. Like, Because people always point to Kingdom Hearts 2. Kingdom Hearts 2 ended good. And it's like, yeah, it was a contained story, and that's fine. If there never would have been more Kingdom Hearts stuff. After 2, there would be so much There would be people like on Twitter right now going like, oh, they do. Uh, there should have been a frozen hashtag- world. Hashtag what series do you want to come back? Oh, my number one for sure is Kingdom Hearts. They left so much on the table after Kingdom Hearts 2. They only <laughs> made three games. Can you believe it? Like, people would be, like, on there doing that. Or, like, there'd be, like, IGN people doing, like, oh, the most dormant uh, the most dormant franchises that get the most hits on our website, number one, Kingdom Hearts. Like, yeah. you know what I mean? Like, so people are, like, I get, it's okay to have that opinion that something things should end. Because they should. But at the same time, like, if this series would have ended with Kingdom Hearts 2, you guys would all be, like, crying, pissing your pants, like a little baby, baby Wawa, wanting Kingdom Hearts 3 or whatever was coming next. True. So unless I'm thankful. Was, unless it was recoded. Yeah. <laughs> I'm thankful we live in a timeline where there is Kingdom Hearts past Kingdom Hearts 2. With the exception of Recoded. I'd like to live in the timeline that's just like this, but no Recoded ever existed. <laughs> exactly the same. But because there's no Recoded, me and Mike win the the trivia on the charity stream. Yes, we would have won the trivia on the charity stream. That's ex- <laughs> exactly true. All right, guys. Thank you so much for tuning in this week. That's all we got for you. Uh, next week, live. It's coming quick. It'll be three or four days from now. It's Friday to Tuesday. Is that five days? Dude, time is a flat circle. You're right. But <laughs> Tuesday the 25th at 5 p.m., Ansem Report Podcast Live, episode number 81. Live. Live, baby. The live version will still post on Friday like normal afterwards, but if you want to be there live for 
this podcast. You want to spam see, shit in the chat. You want to see how the magic happens. You want to know how the sausage gets made. Yeah. We're going to show you Tuesday. Twitch.tv slash Super Spaghetti Bros. Come hang out. We're going to do a double Cavern of Remembrance. Oh, no, no, no. A double. And many more surprises, including next week's question of the week, which we weren't going to mention, apparently. Jason, what's next week's question of the week? Next week's you don't question know. of the week I is... I don't either. We're going to do a fun question of the week, because all these other ones have been not fun. This one's from <laughs> Alks, and it says, If you or Nomura was making a band out of the KH characters, who would be in it and what would they play? Mm. Also, bonus points if you got a good band name. Oh, shit. And, uh, this one's a good one. Wildcat Diana posted one right after. It was too good of a thing for her to, to not, not answer. answer immediately. And she said, my Kayum romance, all the Rikus <laughs> and all the Noctuses. <laughs> no. <laughs> or it's just all the Rikus and Noctus. <sighs> she apparently doesn't count Yozora as a Noctus, which let's be fair, he is. So that's our question of the week next week. I and think so- it's more like it, he kind of has like... You know how, like, sometimes there's Finn Balor and there's the demon? It's like mm. there's Noctis and then there's Yozora. Like, he po- he pops the contact in. Yeah. And then he's like... And then he's like, yo, it's me, Yozora. <laughs> anyway, so that's question week next week. We will answer live on the podcast. We will re- read your answers live on twitch.tv slash superspaghettibros. So be prepared for that. We'll up- I will do a live Dark Road poll... On Twitch.tv. Holy shit. A live Dark Road poll. And uh, there'll be more surprises other than that. And then afterwards, I have procured a collection of home movies <gasps> featuring us. Mostly Jason, Mostly but me. us. It's going to be really cringe, but it, also funny. So come cringe out with us and afterwards. So cute. But we're going to start at 5 p.m. with the live podcast. And then if, you know, the, the home movie, it's like 45 minutes. Of footage. Wow, that's a lot. Yeah, I, I I cut it down quite a bit to be honest with you. Wow, forty five minutes, and then if we're still chilling, we might play some Fall Guys or something like that afterwards. Okay, okay. So, come hang out Tuesday, 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 Tuesday. Don't forget, mark it on your calendars. Quit your job. Quit your job. If you Abandon your friends and family, and come see how we make the spaghetti. <laughs> we will see you next week. Jason, hit him with it. May your heart be your guiding key. Thank you. Fuck off. I've gone grossoid. No, fuck off. Fuck off. <laughs>